I very quickly decided like the work that I was doing for my current clients was not the work that I wanted to continue doing, which is a scary thought to have because that was how I was currently making money. Hey guys, and welcome back to the show. Welcome back to Attainable Podcast. Happy Thanksgiving week for those of you in the US um, and those of you celebrating. Um, when At the time you listen to this, I'll be on the way to Arkansas. We're spending Thanksgiving with Joseph's family, which is super exciting. I'm very excited to spend time with family, and I hope that you guys are spending some time uh, resting. You get to see friends or family or doing something to celebrate the holiday. A couple weeks ago, I announced my creative studio, Sunday Creative, and if you didn't see the announcement, one, please go follow us. Um, it is at Sunday Creative Studio um, on Instagram, and Sunday is S-U-N-D-A-E. It is two words, but um, it's spelled like the ice cream sundae. Um, it would mean a lot if you went and followed and interacted with our content. That really helps us a lot and helps the business. Um, but also, uh, for those of you who didn't see the announcement, Sunday Creative Studio is the next generation of my business. And it's me pivoting from freelancer to CEO, um, which has been interesting and confusing and like a really weird transition. So I wanted to bring you guys inside the whole decision-making process, um, talk about how it all happened and give you as many details as possible about changing from that freelancer role into a like a full business. For those who are new to the podcast or new to me, I graduated college in 2019 with a bachelor's degree in chemistry. I got a job offer at a pharmaceutical company to be a research and development chemist. And that sounds super cool. Um, and it is for, for somebody, um, but it was not for me. So from where I was standing at the time, I was like, oh, I'm doing everything right. I am super successful. You know, I was walking across the stage and everybody was asking like, what are you going to do? And I was like, I'm going to be a research and development chemist. I got the job. This is great. I have an apartment. They're like, wow, this is amazing. I had a cushy job. I had a salary, I had the overpriced apartment complex that still smelled like fresh paint. Like it was, I was like, yep, we're doing all this right. Um, but you could probably guess the ending. I fell into a state of depression and anxiety um, that had not surfaced yet, hit me like an absolute train. And all of a sudden, I was dealing with emotional and identity issues that I had never had before, kind of where this podcast was born from. But um, through a fun series of events that you can hear all about in episode 29, I go into major detail. Um, it's called Breakdown to Business. I started freelancing. I, I quit that job, moved back home, kind of started over, um, got like a job, and then eventually started freelancing where I was able to quit that temporary job because I was making money on my own. And that's where I was up to about two months ago. Um, so throughout this summer, and for those of you listening in the future, it is currently November. So throughout the summer, I was having issues with purpose and figuring out what I was doing. It felt like I was like right back where I was after I left the chemist job. I, I just wasn't sure like what I wanted to do. I wasn't sure what... I wanted to do with the business and it was even weirder because as a freelancer, like you are the business, you make all the decisions and it it was really overwhelming. Um, I had clients and I, I liked doing the work that I was doing, but there wasn't really any organization to it. I felt like I was behind and all the business advice that I was listening to seemed really out of touch because I wasn't in a place where I could like 
develop the business because I was the business, if that makes sense. That was all of the promotional stuff, all the, you know, ways to get clients, all the, it was relevant, but, you know, I think like sometimes advice can only really help if you're in the right place. And I was not at the right place. There was a lot of things I needed to figure out um, before I started taking on all this advice. And because I was listening to it, and didn't really know what to do with it, I felt like I was less than or I was doing something wrong. And that was obviously, that's no fun. So as a freelancer, like I was the task doer, I was the strategist, I was the helper um, for all of my clients and in all different capacities. I hated the question, um, like, what do you do? Because in reality, like, I didn't know because I did it all for anybody who would ask. I was back at a place where I couldn't figure out like who I was or what I wanted and then on top of that, of course, like being a freelancer, it it rides all on you. You're the CEO, you're the sales manager, the, you're the executor, you're like everything. And what sucks even more is that when you're selling, you're selling yourself. So when you're having to pitch to people, like you're pitching yourself. And when you make a business decision, it feels like you're changing yourself. And all the frustration kind of came to a head, funnily enough, with Instagram, like I was trying to strategize my Instagram and everybody kept telling me that I need to like use my Instagram to promote my services and like get clients and I should be on my Instagram talking about like what I do, but it didn't feel right. Like my audience on Instagram was like, they aren't the people that were going to need my services at that time. And they were saying the same thing with the podcast or like, you know, use the podcast as a business lead generator. And like, this is great. You're doing amazing. You've got a great Instagram page, great podcast, utilize them for your business. And I was like, no, I like want to keep these things separate. Like it didn't make any sense to me. Um, and I felt that you, if you followed me for a while, you may have even seen me sometimes like post about my business, but it felt very much like, I don't know, exploiting the audience that I did have on there. I knew they weren't interested in that. Um, like I know you guys listening aren't interested in like at the time, like I was doing like website design and sales funnels and stuff like that. It's like, that's not what you guys are for. Like, that's not what we talk about. That's not what this community is about. And it just didn't feel right if I didn't like having it bleed into those. And So I felt like I was juggling several things and I wasn't doing a good job. To paint a picture, it kind of felt like I had three jobs. I was freelancing, I had the podcast, and then I had this personal brand, which I felt, you know, is is like my Instagram sort of thing. And I was running back and forth between these jobs and I would show up at like my personal brand job with my work pants on. And then I would show up to my freelancing job still with my podcast mic. Theoretically, that's what it felt like. It felt like I was constantly changing clothes, trying to move between one like project to the other. And I had no idea where the lines were and I had no idea where work stopped, which you know, led to issues with, you know, not being able to relax and not really having any downtime and really losing like the the me part of it because me was always the business. It was always like doing these things. So when you would ask me like, what do you do for fun? I didn't really know because I was just constantly working and I didn't know where the lines were between anything. So Sunday Creative was born um, probably in August. I say probably because I'm thinking of like when the idea first came. Um, and that was where I realized I needed to move everything I was doing for work under a different umbrella. I didn't like my business being under my name because I could never separate from it. Like there, 
that's where the idea started is I just needed a way to separate myself from the business. So then over the next couple months, I was like, okay, how do we want to do that? Like I knew, okay, we're going to create like a different, almost like agency thing. What's that going to look like? Um, so I started to hone in on what, what I wanted it to look like. Um, I very quickly decided like the work that I was doing for my current clients was not the work that I wanted to continue doing, which is a scary thought to have because that was how I was currently making money. So it was like, what are you going to do now? Um, we're kind of like erasing everything and starting over. But I said, okay, you know what? Like moving forward, like that's not what I want. Like this isn't the work I want to be doing. So I'm not going to do it. I decided I wanted to solely focus on content creation and social media. And so I changed all my services, created a website, and I started getting clients under my belt. And all of this was before I said anything, you know, this was all, these were decisions I was making over months and I did not want to rush it. I did not want to, you know, say, okay, we're going to have an agency now and then like jump right into it or try to push it. It felt like something that was sort of like an idea that was kind of placed on me. And then I was kind of allowing it to develop how it wanted to, if that makes sense. It might sound a little weird, but over the couple months that I was like working on it, it became very apparent to me. Like a lot of times, like we'll try to push things like these ideas or, or these things that we want to happen. We'll try and push them faster than they really should go. And I didn't want to do that. I was like, I really want to do this right. And so I'm going to take it slow and I don't want to just shout it from the rooftops and have this like outside pressure on it right now. So before I said anything, I was building the website, you know, getting the services intact and I, I started getting clients. All, all of it was just decisions that I was making in the moment. But, you know, those times where you just make a decision and you go for it are the times that I find repel you the farthest. And sometimes you, you just have to put your head down and work on the thing instead of announcing it and then hoping for the best. I didn't want to announce Sunday until I had the concept fully in my mind and I was still getting clients and organizing how we did things and all that kind of stuff. I didn't want to put it out there until I felt like it was kind of a full, like out from an idea and then into a real life concept, if that makes sense. So by the time I actually did announce Sunday, where if you follow me that you saw the Instagram account and um, you saw our posts about it, I had two clients, um, have now two clients, and I hired a VA to help with that workload. So now, instead of feeling like I'm changing clothes all the time, trying to move between all these different identities, it feels like I'm working on a puzzle. Like each business and thing that I do is a piece of the puzzle, but it's not a piece of me and I can walk away at the end of the day. You know what I mean? I mean, that's the best way I can like visualize it is not, you know, instead of changing clothes, like it's something I can work on externally. It's something I can move pieces around and I'm not, my identity is not attached to it. And more importantly, my identity is not attached to the success or failure of it. Because if you're going to work on a project and it's important to you, you have to detach yourself from the outcome. You absolutely have to, um, because if you don't, you will end up sabotaging it. You will make decisions out of fear. Um, and I saw this quote and I love it. It's, May you always make decisions out of hope and not out of fear. Um, so detaching from that outcome allowed me to not make decisions out of fear. So with this shift, it allows me to step more into a like CEO role where we experiment as if things work and if they don't, we, we just kind of pivot. Like we're not, 
worried about it. And I'm able to say like, I'm able to say we because it's an agency um, and it's not a personal thing and it's not changing myself. And again, I'm not feeling like I'm failing. It's working on a project that's outside of me where I can manipulate everything without getting thrown off emotionally if things go wrong. It's just a puzzle that we're constantly moving things around and we're switching pieces and finding out what fits and what doesn't. So to give you guys a transparent look on like how I see these compartmentalized projects and businesses, I have three businesses that I'm currently working on. One of them is profitable and then the other two don't even make any revenue yet. So I have the creative agency called Sunday Creative Studios that specializes in content creation. That is the one that's profitable before the agency when it was just like my freelance work. That is where I was making revenue um, and the only place I was making revenue. I had the podcast course, this podcast where I talk about like the dysfunctional living of being in your 20s and trying to figure out who you are and how to live your dreams. And then I have my personal brand. Um, my personal brand is the project that's the least developed. Um, that's because I don't I don't quite know what I want that to be yet. Um, I'd like to build up my online platform on Instagram, maybe TikTok. Um, I'd like to start speaking on stages. Maybe one day I'll have a book. Like, I don't know. But I mean, that's kind of the beauty of it is that I don't know. And that's the fun part. So to wrap up, I'm going to give you guys like the highlights and the challenges. And we'll start with the challenges so we can end on a happy note. So, okay, number one challenge. Hiring people is expensive. Um, and I, I really um, took a very affordable route. Um, but I did go through an agency to find my VA. Oh, and a VA is a virtual assistant. Um, in case you don't know. And I have to pay the agency fee for the first three months which is like their placement fee. It's just kind of, it's just the fee that they get for um, providing you the VA. And it's quite expensive to both pay the VA and that agency fee. Number two, uh, we're kind of starting from scratch as far as clients go. Like I'm still working with my previous clients um, with website work and sales funnel work and all that kind of stuff. Um, but then the studio itself, like we are starting from scratch with our two new clients and then we're actively bringing on more social media clients. So um, at the current state, we we aren't sustainable. Like my overhead went way up because I hired help. And then my revenue went way down because I was starting over with clients. So a large part of my energy right now is serving our current clients and then pitching to get new ones because that's my job um, to make sure in a couple months we can actually sustain because right now we cannot. And that's just kind of a part of business. Number three, it's been better for me mentally to compartmentalize and create the studio, but it's also meant stepping much more into a CEO role where I now manage people and like my financial conversations look different and I have to take more risks than I did. Um, and that shit's scary as hell. Um, my last financial uh, meeting with my accountant was the first one where we really talked about um, the finances of Sunday and like the new projects and everything. And yeah, just this is a risk. And therefore, I mean, you know, these are conversations where we're having to say, if we continue on the path we are right now, like we won't have a business, like we'll go under. Um, we're not in any trouble right now and we're getting new clients. So like, it's not a big deal. But like my job as the CEO to, is to not freak out. Like I can't, you know, see that and feel like I'm failing. I can't see that and, you know, line the floor and cry. I just can't do that. And I kind of have gotten to a place where I'm I'm just trusting. I'm trusting that it will work out. Like I'm going to put in the work. Like we are pitching clients and actively trying to get new ones. And, you know, we're going to roll with the punches. But 
that's been the most difficult transition is like bringing myself into that new headspace. But even then, it feels a lot better than it did when it felt like it was me and I was the business and I was the one needing to change and everything felt very confusing. So some great things about it. Um, One, I'm really, really proud of the studio and I have a much more clear vision of what I want it to be and what I, what I want everything to be. Um, I'm able to look at things in a, a different perspective. I'm so excited to where this is going. I'm so excited for everything that we're going to be doing. I'm proud of the work that we're putting up. Like, I'm so proud of my work. So that feels really, really good. Number two, I, I love the work we're doing and I'm diving even deeper into the social media industry, which is only going to help my endeavors later with my personal brand and anything else that we do online, which is a majority of, it is our business, all the businesses are online. It's just going to propel me forward. And then number three, this has opened up so many more opportunities to do more creative things and collaborate. I want to do photo shoots and I want to do more creative directions and all these things that felt so far when I was just freelancing that I didn't even know I wanted them became really clear when I set up the studio, when I had, you know, my my projects organized and I was able to pull myself out and put myself back into that seat of the creative, of the strategy, of the CEO back in like the decision making place. I was like, oh, I see where all this is going and I love it. I'm so excited and we're going to be able to do a lot more creative projects. So um, if you're listening and you do something in the creative space, um, any of this sounds interesting, please reach out. I'm open to any creative project right now because I just kind of want to do it all and everything. (laughs) Um, But moral of the story, guys, like take your time. These things will come to you. They'll develop kind of by themselves in some ways. Just take it one step at a time and do what feels right. Why would you rush something that you want to last forever? If you enjoy this episode, um, please do me a favor and go give us a five-star review. We've gotten, we haven't gotten a review in a while and it really helps to grow the show. And then if you feel so compelled, share this episode with a friend and or post it on your Instagram story and tag us so we can give you a shout out. As always, I love you lots and I'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.